Flower Friend, are you feeling overwhelmed, underpaid, and want to get your business on a path of growth and profitability? Our podcast mini-sodes will give you bite-sized strategies to make your business feel lighter and more profitable. Flower Friend, my name is Jen, and I am so glad you're here. Hello, Flower Friends. This is Jen, and you're listening to the Floral Hustle Podcast. On this week's mini-sode, we are going to talk about the three things that will help set your business up for a six-figure year. And that sounds so simple, Jen. It is. And I talk about so many foundational processes from episode to episode because the foundation that of these practices are what I see successful florists do, what I have done to scale my business, and really that many, not just florists, event professionals, even somebody that owns a coffee shop. Some of these basic things are things that are just like overlooked because we're consistently chasing shiny objects. And so if this is you, this episode is for you. First thing that I always say is you should be focusing on revenue producing opportunities. And What's interesting to me is that I will meet with a florist and we will look at everything that is in their book of business. And there is usually a glaring area where they are not profitable, that their hourly wage for that activity is quite low. A lot of times this has to do with doing order gathering. If you are doing telefloral or some other type of website that takes an enormous amount of fees, you often are going to have a pittance of an hourly wage, which when you work that hard is really hard to swallow. Like working for five to seven dollars an hour, you could go work anywhere and minimum wage is higher than that. So really focusing your time and energy on revenue producing activities will help elevate your business because then you're focusing where the money is at. And to me, revenue producing activities are networking, actually doing proposals, responding with clients, meeting with clients, figuring out a strategy or a playbook with your clients. And Really just focusing on things in the end that are going to be sizable from a revenue standpoint. If you are a person who spends a shitload of time on something like uh, a workshop that you do once a year and you make $300 on, but you went and spent 50 hours of time planning this workshop, finding the workshop space, getting the flowers, planning out the flowers selling this and you make $250, that 50 hours of planning time and and put together time was probably better spent if you make $3,000 on a wedding in one weekend. You would have probably spent less time on that whole transaction. So go through and audit what are you spending your time on and out of your revenue buckets that you have, Are you spending time on your highest revenue buckets? Because if you're not, it's definitely time to check in and go, okay, 
should I be doing this anymore? Is this a good idea? Because if it's not a good idea, uh, many people have hard a hard time letting go, but it is time to let go to let profit come your way. You deserve to have profit. Okay, number two. And it seems very intuitive to me, but this is something many business owners get scrappy about and just put their big girl panties on and say, I have to do this because this is part of being a business owner. And that is doing things that don't feel good. And that I know is a weird statement to think of like everybody has to do things that don't feel good. As the CEO in your business, you don't need to. You can do things that feel good, that feel in alignment, that feel creatively fulfilling, that fill your cup because you, when your cup is filled, you can make and do really big things in your business. And those big things could be like spending time designing a wedding because that sounds so much more fun. Or you could be spending time like doing some designing of your proposals or something that really like just brings your business to the edge of being really high end. You could spend more time like crafting email templates. Like that would be something that I think is fun to do. But you know what I don't spend time doing? Buckets. And I probably should because my bucket girl's back in school. But I don't like to do certain things in my business. It doesn't feel good. I don't like to do barn weddings. So it has to be a new, nicer barn for me to want to do that wedding now. Like, that didn't feel good. Those barn weddings, like, felt like the old version of me. So when I get an inquiry for a barn wedding, I am not jumping for joy. I am going, okay, can I make this cool enough so that I feel really good doing it? Because if I can't, I don't want to. I just don't want that business. I, it just isn't worth it to me. So if that is you, like reevaluate. How do things feel in your business? Because when you feel good, things fall together in your business. If you are doing a bunch of things that stress you the F out and are taxing on you, then you're going to be like the curmudgeon, crabby business owner that has negative energy. Energy is key. So have good energy, bring that energy into your world, and it will make a load of difference because that positive energy is going to start attracting more positive energy. And also, this has the same like effect with your mindset in your business. If you are a person that the sky is always falling, you feel like nothing is ever going right. There are probably a lot of things in your life that don't feel good. And that could be a relationship. That could be if you have a day job. That could be somebody in your studio. I had someone in my studio that just didn't feel good. And I had around here for seven years because they were older and I really did love them. But nothing was ever good. And when I got rid of them, it was really weird. My revenue started just going up because the studio felt better. And when the studio feels better, you feel better. And like all these things kind of come together. So you have that power. Like set your life up for success. 
you have the ability as the CEO in your business to make whatever flipping decision that you want. If a bride doesn't feel good, you don't have to do her wedding. And you're going to be like, Jenny, I need to pay my bills, so I have to. No, you don't. You will find a better bride. You will find a better couple and attract that energy. You don't need that energy. You need like amazing energy in your business because you deserve that. All right. And then the third, and this is, I think, the biggest key, and that is networking. You need to build a network that positions you as an authority, that really is like your biggest fan, loves the work that you do, loves the job that you do. And that should be your whole, whole like focus of marketing. I see so many florists are like, oh, I need to spend time on doing keywords. And then I'm going to go and sit at a booth at some hotel and just hope that one of those people actually are in the budgets that I want and all those things. If you start attracting, hey, I am available for bigger weddings. I am available for bigger things. And I'm not going to spend time on trying to speak to the masses. I'm going to focus on speaking to people who could make a difference and that I could make a difference in their business. And that difference is really, you know, choosing your, your, your vendor friends, your vendor crew, your tribe, and building relationships with those people. Because when you do that, things start to fall together. My relationship with Noor, who is now, I mean, one of my best friends in the world, like she is just such a blessing in my life. Like that time investment with her has, has really paid off. I have planners that I have invested time in, sent Christmas presents to, done all the things because for one, I just, I love the type of human they are and they speak to me, but I know that that relationship pays dividends because they are meeting with people who are my ideal client. And that is truly where the magic happens. So find your tribe, invest time in it. That is your secret. That is your biggest secret to having a six-figure business. Having a tribe of people who are your biggest fans, that want you to succeed, that want you to do bigger things, and that really are cheering you on that whole time and can't step, stop talking about you because they believe in you so much. Thank you so much for listening, flower friends, and you have an amazing flower-filled day. Flower friend, is this you? Do you feel overwhelmed, tired, uninspired, and underpaid? If that's you, I want to help simplify everything for you. I want to be there to help you build goals, develop processes in your business for things to just feel lighter, all while building a path to profitability. I've been where you are, and I want to help you build the business of your dreams. For more information, check it out on our coaching page on our website at thefloralhustle.com or send me a DM on Instagram to learn more. Have a great day, flower friend.